Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. It sounds like it's official. Am I, am I seeing this right? Uh, the Blues have rescheduled added however you want to look at it another game because <laughs> we needed one more Yikes. against the coyotes it'll be on friday night you will hear that just as you do each and every blues game right here on your home for the blues 101 espn so if you needed more blues versus coyotes in your life no the nhl is getting it to you and right now we need more blues versus coyotes information in our life via Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic, joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. JR, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Actually, uh, just doing Zooms with a bunch of coaches and players around the league, asking them what it's like to play a team six times in a row in the regular season. And there we get the email that it'll be seven with uh, the Blues and Coyotes game in uh, April now moved up to uh, Friday. So what's the most common response? What's it like? Well, it, they say that it'll, it's like the playoffs. And I know a lot of these teams, uh, they don't know what it's like because uh, the, the most that any two teams had ever played together in the regular season was uh, three until the Blues played their fourth last night. And so we knew that uh, the Blues and Coyotes would play six because they have scheduled uh, Saturday and, and Monday. So now you add this Friday game into the mix and it's going to be seven. So uh, a lot of the coaches actually said they look forward to it. I mean, there's so much prep work put into uh, pre-scout and video of uh, opponents that they've played before you face a team. Uh, but when you're playing them every other night, you just kind of go off that last game. And, and so I think it makes it a little bit easier on the coaching staff. So, JR, we were just talking about this a little bit ago, and T-Bone and I feel that these are just a little bit, I don't know, it's hard for us to buy into these series games so far this season. BK loves them. They're I, wrong, JR. I, They're I, very wrong. I'm curious <laughs> your thoughts on this. Are you liking the series setup? I know we've talked with a lot of the players about this, uh, but, but from your perspective, do you like this or do you miss those 82-game schedules where it was everyone? Well, I, I'd, I'd like to see, you know, you get back to playing everybody. I mean, that's that's what the NHL is all about. You see the different players, you see the different teams. And frankly, you know, you get tired of seeing the, the same team. So I do think that there's a chance you could see some of these two-game series. Of course, they've played back-to-backs for, for years and years. Uh, but I think there's a chance of going into L.A. next year and playing them twice, going to and playing them twice. 
we certainly won't see a situation where you, you see a team like the Coyotes six or seven times, uh, but I, I like the variety better, so uh, I got to go BK there. J- JR, how could you not love what we saw last night, though? I mean, that that <laughs> looked like the hockey you watched growing up, did it not? That uh, that looked like uh, a lot like the Blues. It looked a lot like what we've seen the past few years, and that's why if you're Craig Bruby, it's tough because you got uh, that type of style back in your game, and you need that positive reinforcement. You need to close that one out, and then you have a situation where you go in the locker room, you can tell them, that's how we play, that's how it looks, and, and then everybody goes home happy. But when you go home uh, with a shootout loss and the way it unfolded, Keller scoring with less than a second to go, it's tough. So I think these, these players are mature enough to understand that they played well enough, and if they can keep that kind of game up, they'll be okay. Uh, but, but as uh, Ryan O'Reilly said a couple times last night, it still stings. It, it does sting, and I said it on the post game, JR. Like, look, you never want to lose a game that you're leading, especially when there's .7 seconds on the clock to tie things up. But that game was a loss in a shootout, and the way that the Blues were playing that game, if there would have been five more minutes in the third period, you think that the Blues could have responded well. I felt like they played a very strong style of hockey. It's just these dumb penalties that they're taking. If if I'm picking one thing away from the season so far it's the fact that the blues are just playing undisciplined. It is. It's the penalties. And you know, if it's a, a rookie second year guy last night uh, in Jaden Schwartz's shoes that commits that penalty, you know, it's, it's one thing, but it's a veteran and, you know, high sticks are accidental. It's tough, but there's two and a half minutes left to go. You're on the power play. He's fighting for position there uh, on the faceoff dot and uh, gets, gets the high stick against Jalmerson and, and you just can't have that happen. You can't be two minutes away from a regulation victory on the power play up by a goal and go uh, to the box. It just can't happen. And you also had the one early in the period that Craig Ruby didn't like with uh, Zach Sanford yeah. getting a little emotional retaliation there. And there's two offensive zone uh, penalties in the third period that cost you. And with the shorts one, the blues, they've done it what two times in the last couple of games where they've yep. nullified their own power play. So it's one thing to have the power play not click. And it's another thing just to wipe it off. All right. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford blues insider for one one ESPN and the athletic JR, I, I guess my my difficult the, the 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 thing that I'm struggling with uh, along with talking here is <laughs> trying to figure out who this Blues team is because we're a quarter of the way through the season and I really don't have a good feel for this team yet. I think they're pretty good. I think they're going to be even better than they are now once they are healthy and they've got Robert Thomas and Vladimir Tarasenko back into the lineup. But I don't feel like I know that for certain. What do you think this Blues team is? Like, what what do we know about them thus far? Well, I think we just uh, we go on on the past, and I realize that it's changed somewhat somewhat with the new additions that we all knew were going to take some time. But I think that uh, you go back to uh, the, the four checking team, the hard to play against team. Um, you know, the defense has a different look. You had the the Bowmeisters, the Petrangelos. Uh, those guys with the long sticks, and now you, you come at other teams with the Justin Fox, the Tory Krugs. Uh, so you know it's a little bit different on the back end, but I think it's a situation where uh, they they can still play that same way and be successful. Uh, but it's it's a grind, it's a hard way to play. We've heard that uh, before, and I think frankly that sometimes uh, I think uh, Ryan O'Reilly said it the other day that you know they're. They can also be a skilled team at times, and that's a balance for teams that I don't think uh, average fans 
uh, see. You watch the games and, and you think, okay, I know this Blues team, but you know, if you got a Robert Thomas, you got a Jordan Kyrie, you got guys out there trying to dangle. Um, you know, that doesn't lend itself to playing the type of style that the Blues uh, need to play. So, so I still think they're in a good position. I, you know, this is a weird season playing a team so many times in a row, especially a pesky Coyotes team. Uh, but this Blues team, if they can pick up where they left off. Uh, prior to that collapse last night, I think they'll still be okay. JR, I feel like I'm having deja vu saying this, but uh, you know the, the the slow starts out of the gate for the Blues seems to be an issue. I'm curious just your thoughts because we've heard the coaching staff talk about it. We've heard the players talk a little bit about it. Is this more the players not finding the ways to get themselves going with empty stadiums, or is this the message from the coaching staff not getting across? Yeah, I think we, and I think the, the question is well uh, intentioned because uh, it's been an issue, you know, with the fans in the stadium. But I think we got to move past that part. I, I feel like the players have moved past that. You know, it's reality. Uh, it's been reality. Other teams are uh, successful uh, dealing with those issues. The Blues, I think, over a number of years have been slow starters. Even though they've been a, a good team, it just seems like it takes them a while to get going. You look last night, they didn't have a shot on goal for the first nine minutes. That, Alex after telling us for two or three, four days in a row that they need to have a better start. So, you know, what what leads to that, it's, it's hard to answer. But then I think they found their game, what, uh, six, seven minutes later, they were up to nine shots. So they, they figured it out. It, it's just that for whatever reason, they don't seem to be ready when the puck drops. Jared, why are the Coyotes such a bad matchup for this team? I just think because they're underrated and they're pesky, BK. They, they really are. And I just asked, actually asked uh, San Jose coach Bob Bugner that question a couple minutes ago on one of these Zooms. Like, if you're going to play a, a team six or seven times in a row, you probably don't want it to be Arizona because uh, even some of the Blues players said the other day, uh, maybe take them a little bit uh, lightly. You come back, you win that first game. You know, that's another thing that we need to throw in this equation is that the Blues have been good coming from behind so yeah. you're spotting teams goals and and so I, I think you look across and you see that arizona logo you know they haven't done much in the postseason or, or or for that matter you know the last few years but they have your number look they've beaten you nine out of 13 times and, and so at some point you have to realize that they're a good team and and when you're playing these guys night in and night out and uh you know they they know that they have your number i, I think it's tough so i, I feel like the blues finally recognize that last night and then just let it slip away too late. You know, JR, a couple of the players individually that were still kind of waiting for them to break out of their shells are a guy like Zach Sanford, a player like Ivan Barbashev. I loved Ivan's game last night on that top line with O'Reilly and Perron. He was part of the reason, if not the main reason, that Perron scored that goal. Um, but Sanford's a little different. It seems to be they're still searching for Zach Sanford to, to get his game. What are you seeing from number 12 out there? You know, I, I don't like the way he's playing. I don't. I, I you know, I, I think that Zach Sanford can be a good player in this league. I think we saw it last year. Uh, you know, he puts himself in decent spots and and uh, and scored. I thought some good goals last year. It was fun to watch him play. It was kind of a breakout year. Uh, but you got to have that player, and the Blues don't have that right now. And you know, I hate to judge a guy based on you know, how he plays emotionally. Does he look like he's into it? Because there are a lot of good players out there who maybe they don't look like they're into it, but they get the job done. But then when you have a player like Zach Sanford, who sometimes he doesn't get the job done, and then also he doesn't look like he's that much involved, you know, then it looks you know, like he doesn't want to play. And, and I think so when people watch the game, they say, okay, look, we've got some depth. Put somebody else in that spot. And, and I think it hurts Zach, too, when the Blues – 
really see him in that top six spot playing alongside O'Reilly and San, and, and, and Perron, and, and it just leads to even more questioning from the fan base. So um, I, I just don't like what I see in Zach Sanford, and, and I think that uh, they have other guys on the team who can jump into that spot. Hey, JR, uh, are you a member of the Falketeers yet? Because I think I'm a proud uh, card-carrying member after what he did last night on the power play. I, I know he didn't score on the power play, but the two shots were missiles, and he looked like he was definitely a significant piece of it. I love seeing him out there. He's been probably their best defensive defenseman on the season. Are you buying into what we're watching right now from Justin Falk? Well, I think my press credential says on the back of it that I can't be a member of any it's fan true. club. That's true. Oh, Mine that's does not too. true. We all know that you can. <laughs> Mine It'll does just too, be between yeah. you and me. This is just our conversation going back and okay, forth. Okay, just us talking. Yeah, no, he <laughs> looks terrific. And uh, how about the conversation, you know, when the coaching staff finally eventually goes to Justin Falk and says, hey, we're going to put you on the power play. I mean, he's sitting there, his mustache, his, his flow. He's got to look at that and he's like, you think? <laughs> like, <laughs> you think you want to give me a chance here? He, he's looked great. He's got a bomb. Uh, you know, David Perron talked about it last night. You know, this new look I think is going to help the Blues. Scored on the power play first opportunity last night. So, you know, who knows where this is going to go. You had a stretch the other day where they scored four out of 13 chances, and then they go through an 0 for 13 stretch. So I think it's still going to go a little up and down. Uh, but I definitely like uh, J- Justin Falk out there, even if I'm not a card-holding member of the Falketeers. Well, JR, you don't need the card because we've all established here on BK and Ferrario that when baby Ferrario comes in the next couple of weeks, we're all going to grow a Justin Falk mustache. <laughs> so does that mean you're jumping on board and you're going to grow a Justin Falk mustache? No, I think I'm in the uh, the Tanner uh, club. I'm in the TJ Oshie club. I remember talking to him about that years ago and when November rolled around. Uh, none of us, I think it's peach fuzz. It, it's not going to show. Uh, Alex, I think that uh, for you to keep initiating this contest when you know you can grow a beard yeah, and true. a mustache and about during a show. Yeah, pretty much I an think, hour. Uh, yeah, it's tough for the rest of us. So uh, I appreciate the, the offer, but uh, right. I mean, that would be like me challenging you to a peach eating contest. Yeah, I, I don't even contend in that, JR. JR, appreciate the time, man. You're the absolute best. We look forward to talking with you again soon. And next week, we get to continue breaking down another series oh, against the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Talk to you soon, man. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. That is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on 101.